Hey guys, Ben here from Comic Comedians. I just wanted to tell you guys about the best podcasting program there is called Anchor. Anchor is literally the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Comic Comedians. My name is Ben Schubert, your host. And this week, I team up with three of my good friends, K. Jevin, uh, J. Kevin Parker, Dadalorian, and new to the TikTok world, Baby Stark 3000. And this week, we talk about Captain America and the Winter Soldier, or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, whichever makes you feel better. So, before we get this podcast started, what do you call a league with two superheroes in it? The Just Us League. All right, let's jump into that title sequence right now. Hey, everybody, welcome to Common Comedians. My name is Ben Schubert, and today I am here with three awesome guests, and we're going to be talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or Captain America in the Winter Soldier. May be your pleasure. So first, we'll start off with Dave. Dave, do you want to introduce yourself and how long you've been uh, collecting comics and whatnot? Yes, yes, I got you. Um, hi, my name is Dave Apollon, Baby Stark on TikTok. I've been a comic fan ever since um, 2005. I was five years old because I was a big Tobey Maguire fan, Spider-Man. Yeah, since I was five. But I really became like a fiend like for um, MCU superheroes and comics after Iron Man 1 came out, if that makes sense. But yeah, that's really it. All right. And Dadalorian, is that what you want me to call you? I think that's what I called you on the last podcast I had you on. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say, man, I've been, ah, uh, man, ah. Uh, where do I even begin? Uh, for me, I would have to say it started really like early 90s, man, you know, with the animated series. So like, you know, the X-Men animated series, Spider-Man, which I would have to say was like, that was some of my first introduction into getting into, you know, the comics themselves. Uh, I mean, and, and before that, I had comics and stuff that was passed down to me. But, you know, for myself personally, it was like those shows, man, were so influential. Batman, the animated series, like all of that. You know, during that time, I yeah. would say it was like pretty, you know, influential, like that gave me the bug to be excited for for comics. Okay. So, yeah. And what about you, Kevin? How about you? Well, uh, I'll confess that I only started actually reading comic books seriously last year during COVID. And really? I really got into them. I've got the Marvel Unlimited uh, app. And so I, uh, I've been diving into Star Wars comics and all the Marvel comics, like really deep diving. But I've been into these characters since I was a kid back in the late 70s, early 80s uh, with, you know, shows like Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Yeah, and then we actually got a, a super great one with the, uh, the X-Men animated series that's been mentioned. Just love that, you know, Wolverine became one of my favorite characters. And mm -hmm. so I, through the animated and live action stuff, I've been following it, you know, very closely. And I, I always thought, you know, maybe I'm not a, a real fan because I haven't read the comics. And turns out I didn't miss a lot of stuff that was important <laughs> to me, but uh, because I also listened to people like the three of you and, uh, you know, YouTubers that are just really great resources. And so I did my research, but now I'm reading the stories and they're way better than I expected. 
Yeah. I mean, I just recently got the Comixology app because I, you guys, if you guys follow my page, you guys know I do those origin stories. I, I, I buy those books that I use. I don't like go online and like look for like a legal copy. I hate doing that. So I, I end up buying the $2 book and just screenshotting it. And that's what I use. So I've been using Comixology that that's been super helpful to me. I've been collecting since maybe after high school when I got my first job. And that's when I really started collecting. But um, when I, I think I started reading comic books when I was about 11 or t- 11 or 12, that about that time. So let's talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now, this show is the takes place almost a little bit after uh, Avengers Endgame. Right. And so everybody's back. Sam now has the shield and. Basically, we're going to catch up with our, our our superheroes. Now, I'm not going to lie. When I first started watching this show, I was just like, oh, man, it's going to be like a buddy cop show. You know, it's going to be like quips. And then, no, no, it's going to be racism and PTSD. That's what we're going to be getting <laughs> in this show. So, Dadalorian, I'll let you go first. What were your thoughts of the show? Sorry, <laughs> my, my daughter is uh, throwing a show for me right now. Uh, it's uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, thoughts of the show. I, I loved it. It was, uh, you know... For for me having so much like Star Wars content, it was like nice to like, oh, you know, this is refreshing, like to have something on the Marvel side, you know, on Disney Plus. Um, so it was nice to be like, all right, you know, we have something else to look forward to on Fridays. But aside from WandaVision, um, but man, I loved it. I thought it was really cool. And to see certain things like from the comics come to life, I thought was really, really fun, you know, especially with you know, Sam becoming Cap. I just thought it was really cool, man. I agree with you. That that was so cool. I remember when he, when he first flew through that window, man, dude, I, I squealed like a little girl. It, it was almost like the same squeal I got when Cap said, assemble in Endgame. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like that's what that's that's the kind. What about you, Kevin? What 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 did you think of this show? I was blown away by it. You know, I knew it was going to be good because I've come to really trust the Marvel Cinematic Universe, especially Kevin Feige. And as he's taking more and more control at Marvel, it just seems to be getting better and better, in my opinion. And so I knew it was going to be good, but I had no idea. Like after coming through WandaVision and thinking, wow, that was a lot deeper than I expected it to be. I thought, well, this will just be, you know, military bang, bang, shoot him up, buddy cop thing. (laughs) Wasn't that at all. I mean, yes, it was. It was enough of that to be also fun. But it was deep and like, I just, you know, my, uh, I'm married to an Asian woman and my kids are mixed. And so like anything that deals with race at, at all, I try to use that as a, a way to teach my kids, like, here's something you may deal with as a, you know, half Asian American. And, you know, here's what your friends are dealing with that maybe they don't talk about because y'all are all little kids. Right. Uh, so just, I take it you're excited for Shang-Chi. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, and my kids, they all do Kung Fu. My wife and two sons teach Kung Fu. So yeah, oh, okay. we're all about that from every angle, but, but this show, I just, I cannot believe how well they did this topic. Like to me, yeah. I mean, just coming from it, you know, with my life experience and my friends over the years and having to learn, you know, secondhand about a lot of that stuff, seeing some of it firsthand and having to step in, which was always, I'm always glad when I can be there, but yeah, uh, yeah it was fantastic could not be better in my opinion okay and what, what about you dave what what do you think of this show first of all um honestly i feel like even if you put like stick figures right as long as you slap marvel on it i'm watching it that's just me it's like marvel just does not miss like the way the way the writers introduced real life issues into like a comic book you know something is supposed to be fictional it's just so creative 
You know what I mean? Like real world issues. Like you said, I thought, you know, after one division, that was really deep. We all know that. Mostly about like grief and like, you know. But um with with Falcon and Winter Soldier, I was just expecting more like unreal not unrealistic but like you know action like you said body cops right just shooting around military you know what i mean hijacking planes bases just things like that but they caught me off guard like isaiah bradley's story into the show you know what i mean like why, why he went through back in his days you know the ptsd that bucky's fighting through like all the things as the winter soldier the racism you know sam being declined alone it's just all these real life issues just really it fascinates me how Marvel just introduces that onto the big screen, like how Marvel makes it in a way that you can enjoy, but also be taught the lesson that they're trying to teach. Right. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. And Malcolm Spielman, the uh, the main writer of this entire series, he was mm-hmm. ta- apparently due to COVID, they had to cut out an entire storyline from this entire show, which is part of the reason why we didn't get to see mama madani as much like they had a big time actress playing mama madani yet she didn't have one line you know like that marvel wouldn't do something like that there has to be a real reason why she didn't and it's because apparently it was so close it was so closely related to the covid situation they couldn't like do a show about it you know like apparently like if you look in the scene when they jump into the truck when you when they think that carly is a hostage you will see there is a box that says vaccines on it. And that was what they were stealing as well. So, I mean, like, I wonder what they're going to be doing with that. Hopefully they do touch on that soon, you know, and now that uh, Falcon or Captain America, I got to stop saying, call him Falcon. Captain America. (laughs) That's going to be hard, but I'm going to get to it. But Captain America is going to be getting a fourth movie. Hopefully, maybe they'll talk about it there because Malcolm Spielman is also going to be writing that as well. But he also said in an interview uh, that he that Kevin Feige told him to stop talking about that. So who knows oh, <laughs> about the the vaccines and stuff? He was just oh. like, yeah, yeah, you know, there was this old storyline that I had. It's like, shut up, you know. It's like so. <laughs> right so of all the characters that we had in this show kevin i'll let you go first who was your favorite and who was your least favorite throughout Ooh, this year? oh that is rough um i mean sam i i gotta say sam i i've loved sam from the beginning i just thought he was always a great character i like now that he's not just a a, a sidekick i mean not that he ever was i mean anthony mackie's never gonna just be out in the sidelines right like he's gonna steal as much spotlight as he can and i mean that in a good way like he's just got this presence so i I love everything about that character um like i was surprised at how much more i loved him i thought you know he's already one of my favorites but um i didn't well it's hard to say like i didn't like john walker but i loved the way he was portrayed i loved the writing uh i hated that guy (laughs) so but that's what you're supposed to do right so uh i think uh val like I wanted a little more from her, but apparently we're supposed to see her also in the Black Widow film. And that would have introduced her if that film had come out, you know, the four other times it was supposed to come out. So uh, probably more from her, obviously the Senator. And uh, I don't know if he even has a name. I haven't even looked it up. I've just been calling him. Well, I won't even say it on this podcast, but you know, he <laughs> right. Douchebag. That's about as nice <laughs> as I could put it. Um but there's so much good stuff like the door Milaje, Ayo. Wow. It's hard for me to say there's the character. I just really didn't like in that film, like, or, or that show. So. Okay. What about you, Dave? Who, who did you like and who did you dislike most? 
All right. So um, obviously, you know, Sam, for one reason, like um, starting off, of, I wouldn't say Cap's sidekick, but like he was basically like um, Cap's partner. You know what I mean? And it's just his character development, like, and like the early phases after Winter Soldier when he made his debut, he wasn't really like an important character like that. But it's just when he went from like being, you know, in the shadows of Cap when Cap passed the mental. I'm not gonna lie. At first, I was mad when he handed the shield like that, but now I'm kind of happy he did because come on, the fucking Winter Soldier is way better now. It makes the story way better, and I just feel like he's he's righteous. And I just the more like the more I watch him, the more I rewatch the final episode, that final speech when he carried Carly, the more I realize your cap did the right choice. That was the right choice. Like, there couldn't be anyone else who replaced Steve Rogers. Amen. That's Sam Wilson. And as for the least, it's like, like, um, like, um, J. Kevin Parker said, there's not really any care. I mean, I guess you could say John Walker, but it's not like I hate the character. Right. It's just like, like, the actor's great. I just want to get that out of it. The actor's great, but. Oh, yeah. I just like every other character more than him. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah, I know. You yeah, don't just, like the like, character, but you love the actor, right? Is that what you're trying to like, say? Yeah, his story's great. Like his storyline was great. You know, no one's really perfect. You made. Yeah. I, you know, I yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Cold blood. It was just like, like that's just a lesson. Like when you're under pressure, like there's a reason why to Steve that justified Steve's choice even more because it's like. Not a lot of people react good under pressure. Like they said, that super soldier, that super soldier, super soldier serum really just make you more you. Yeah. And it's just not for everyone. And I guess John Walker is a prime example of that. So you can't hate the character. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of people saying that uh, Sam should have taken the super soldier serum. There were a couple of people saying that. And I, I just totally disagreed with that because the way this show was really talking about the super soldier serum it was that if you had that serum in your body you had power and even bucky was guilty of that sentence like he thought he was like yo i have a metal arm i have super soldier serum i could take all of them and then sam was like how about we look at this situation for a little bit how about we don't barge in through the windows how about we talk to them for a little bit which is something that steve rogers would do exactly right steve exactly. rogers right. was one of the few people was if not the only person not to let the serum get to his head. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, what about you, Dadalorian? Who did you like most and who did you dislike most? Yeah, um, man, definitely Sam, for sure, uh, that, that I liked most. And I'll get into that here in just a minute. Uh, as far as like disliked, uh, man, I mean, you know, probably uh, John Walker for sure. Yeah, you know, kind of the obvious. But I really like what they did with Sam where, you know, one thing I was worried about with the show is that like, they would try to overhype the fact of like, okay, now he's got to be this serious uh, role model and character, you know, because he's going to become Captain America, you know, because he has his comedic moments, uh, which I like. But I feel like that that's he's always kind of been that way. Like if we look back to... Um, what was it? Falcon and the Winter, not, not Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Captain America, Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah. Sam was still the same way. He was like a counselor. You know, he was yep. even helping Steve out during some moments. And I was like, you know, as I look back on the character, he was still kind of the same, same layers. You know what I mean? Um, so I appreciated that it wasn't like overkill just because he's becoming Captain America. It was like, no, nah, this guy has always been that way. Um, and you just kind of see it displayed, you know, 
um, full-fledged now that he has this new responsibility. Um, so I, I really loved his character. It was more development, you know, so to speak. Okay. Yeah, you know, the funny thing is we all kind of, I, I mean, I my favorite character was Isaiah Bradley. Uh, because like I, I read, I read uh, Red, White, and Black. I've read that series, so like I knew a little bit about Isaiah Bradley. But when I saw him on the screen, and then he threw that thing across the room, I was like, "Yeah, that's yeah. part of the foundation now." <laughs> uh, so, you know, I was just like, I was blown away. And you know, Anthony Mackie's acting, uh, the the actor who played Isaiah Bradley, his name kind of is kind of a, a blank in my head right now. But the, the they just did a phenomenal job putting it together you know and, and even the kid who played eli bradley the the patriot yeah. or hopefully in the future for young avengers the patriot that that kid he even did a good job just reacting to the situation i, I just loved all of it and i i agree uh john walker was was also my least favorite character but i loved wyatt russell i don't know what it is about them russell men but they know how to be bad guys <laughs> Yo, yes. Guys, but for the listeners who don't know, Wyatt Russell was the actor who portrayed John Walker, and his dad, um, what what's his dad's name? It's Tom Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. Yes, played uh, Star Lord's dad, Ego, Ego in oh, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Two. So the, both very good bad guys, you know. So. You know, I never actually knew that they were related until this show. Like, I saw a photo of them side by side, and I'm like, how did I miss this, you know? But um, it's actually funny, because the director of the final episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, she actually, there's an article uh, by Screen Rant uh, with it, or by Deadline, I believe. Uh, Basically, they said that she wanted us to like John Walker by the last episode. Mm. And it just baffles me. I'm just like, yeah, you missed you missed. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they missed a whole section of his character arc. Like he went from making his uh, five minute craft shield yep. out of anger, and then suddenly, oh, I'm gonna go save these people. Yeah, like like I, like like I said, due to COVID. Out there. I think that was part of the COVID and the vaccine storyline. Mm-hmm. That could have been part of that. You know, yeah. there's so much missing, and then then the one world, one people, uh, that that whole thing, like Mama Madani. There was so I think this was supposed to be as long as Wandavision was, but they had to cut it two episodes short. And these episodes were like maybe like twice as long as WandaVision was somewhere around yeah. there. I think the overall screen time was about the same, but there's yeah. definitely a whole other storyline they had to reshoot and yeah. redo some of the dialogue. Yeah, they definitely went over in post-production. Still amazing how well though the story fit together. Like yes. knowing all that, it's like and they still made every line count. It's yes. just wow. And I, I, but I just thought it was so funny that she was like, oh yeah, we want you to like John Walker. But like, I will give it to him. They did make his character a little bit more likable. Like he's going on the right path. He, but he thinks he's doing the right thing, kind of accidentally working for Hydra, but he thinks he's doing the right thing, <laughs> you know? So let's see where we go with that. And on top of that, Let's go into our theories for Captain America 4. You know, where do you think we're going to go with this? Because Malcolm Spielman is still going to be the writer. So the guy who wrote Falcon and the Winter Soldier is still going to be on top of this. What is something you would like to see or do you think is going to is going to happen? Dave, I'll start. I'll start with you. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. So and the post credit scene of um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier you know, you see, you see a Sharon, Sharon Carter, the power booker. First of all, it's been revealed that she is the power booker. I think Sam is going to have to like 
it's gonna be a, a sad decision. Kind of like you know, Bucky and Steve and Winter Soldier. You know what I mean? Like that final fight, like you know, I, it's gonna be that type because like they're friends, and he's just gonna have to go against Sharon Carter. I th- I, that's my theory. I think that's gonna be like the main plot. I think she's gonna be the big bad for Captain America for. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. like you know, with her having access to government weapons, you know, things that like, it's gonna be like went to Captain America two all over again. But of course, right. Marvel's creative; they're gonna switch the script a little bit. But for the most, I think she's the big bad in Captain America four. Okay, I mean that's a that's a solid theory, but I honestly think that that's gonna be saved for Armor Wars. That's what that's what I think the power broker is really going to kick in because now we have access to government stuff, aka war machines armor. And that would be that would be tight to see. And Don Cheadle was in the first episode for a reason. They didn't just like just have him, oh, just to prove that this was part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like what like, oh yeah, he's here. It's it was like putting the Avengers Tower in every movie just to prove that it's part of the universe, you know? So but I, I, I think that's going to be safe for Armor Wars. But that's a solid theory, and that would be cool to see Sharon. For Armor Wars? I had an idea. You remember um, Justin Hammer from Iron Man 2? Yes. I thought he was going to be coming back for Armor Wars. Oh, that, no, I, I think he's also going to be part of it. I, I, there can be more than one, man. I mean, we in this show alone, we have, that like, is what, true. Yeah, that is, It's a whole universe. You, yeah. you just never know. You just never know. Yeah, I mean, they're always whipping out surprises. What, what about you, Dadalorian? What, what do you expect to see in Captain America 4? Uh, man, it's so hard to tell. Um, you know, I think one thing we're probably going to see some stuff leading into, um, I don't know if they'll do little seeds of like secret wars, you know, uh, kind of leading up to that. Um, like, and you know, the, the Avengers, man, this is, this has got to be, you know, this is always build up to other bigger things. So I feel like, you know, Hey, we have a new captain America, so now you have to think about, well, where's the rest of the Avengers team? I guess, mm. yeah, there's going to have to be a new team because everyone's kind of dispersed right. at this point. But uh, out of curiosity, when you say Secret Wars, do you mean the one from 2008 or the one from the, uh, the, the 1985? Ooh. <laughs> which one, which one oh, is no, it? Oh, no, no. My, ba- my bad. I uh, had the same conversation. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, Secret yeah, yeah. Wars, man. Oh, I, I wish. Yeah, that. never mind. I wish. That Multiverse, awesome. baby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a possibility. You know Miles Morales, but, MCU, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, no, but yeah, sorry, Secret Invasion. Because uh, I know, I think we're supposed to be getting the show for that. Yes, we on are. Disney Plus. Uh, so I would I would imagine, you know, all the things are kind of build up to, to those things, you know, so. So you yeah. think we might see some scrolls in Captain America 4? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all sure. right. What about you, I'm Kevin? Like, what about you, Kevin? What do you, what do you think you're going to see, we're going to see in Captain America? 4? Well, we all know that Sharon Carter is actually a scroll anyway, right? We can all agree with that. <laughs> right. Oh, um, yeah, that, that would be tight. So that's, uh, people said, well, what about that, you know, technology she used? Why, why did she have to do that if she's a scroll? Well, because she's selling it, but I don't know. We'll see. Oh, that's um, interesting. That could so be. I, there are multiple. We, we got to know with Secret Invasion coming in. Uh, and I think it's going to happen before Captain America 4. I don't know. I was, the fact that they actually have it on the schedule to have it start production, I think, sometime next year. Uh, is oh, yeah. a good sign. So, because I, I, I was while you were talking, I was like, "What, what order is that going to come in?" Because either way, I think one could set up the other in, yes. in some interesting ways. Um, it's probably going to be more grounded, not so much cosmic and uh, magic stuff, because that's the way these characters tend to do. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I could see you know uh, some stuff with the uh, the uh, uh, what's what's his name. Uh, 
the bat the dark avengers you know what i'm talking about oh yes uh, so norman I, I osborne like, yeah i feel like we've got already at the raft you've got zemo now you've got uh, blonsky i mean yes. abomination uh you've got uh, some other characters there and of course you know uh the 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 general Uh-oh. right yeah so uh i feel I, like i think we lost dave uh, so I feel like there's going to be something to do with uh, Ross, you know, Thunderbolts, uh, Dark Avengers, and that's maybe he's probably working with Val. Uh, I need to see Val and Nick Fury together in one yes. scene, at least, because, you know, they have a history in the comics. Yep. And uh, I think it'd be funny to hear them at least talk about each other and see his face, Samuel L. Jackson's face, get, you know, real stern, like... <laughs> Don't mention her name or something like that. <laughs> yeah. You know? Don't, <laughs> Don't talk her about name. her. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> something about uh, I feel like it's definitely going to be Thunderbolts related, but all these other theories are good too. Okay. I mean, yeah. Sharon Carter was part of the Thunderbolts too, right? So uh, yeah, or, or kind of Dark Avengers or something like that. Yeah, she has uh, something so, to do with it. Yeah. So there's all, so many connections. They're definitely building toward that. They've got a whole roster already. Yeah, yeah, Kevin. We're on the same wavelength. However, I'm thinking Thunderbolts because I because. Um, Malcolm Spielman, uh, I read an article He was uh, from Deadline. He said that Falcon is going to have f- more struggles in this movie. So most likely we're going to have to see him deal with the fact, and he even said it himself in his big, big-timey speech that, you know, people see me in this outfit and they don't like it. And, and for obvious reasons that I think I don't even have to tell you. But, mm-hmm. like... I feel like that's I mean, going to be. Some people needed to hear it, right? Yeah. Over the I, last six weeks, because they're denying people are, it. But yeah, I know. I, I still, I still feel bad for Straw Hat Goofy and Jay Stoops. I, every, Whoa, I still yes. feel bad Hat for them. Goofy, that, was, that was insane, man. Yeah. Really his... Yeah, I, I still feel bad for them, but like, I feel like that's going to be a struggle that he's going to go through. But I think Thunderbolts are going to be because. They really put a lot of focus on our boy Zemo, Zemo, and I, I loved it. I was totally, I was for it. I'm here for Zemo, and he is the leader of the Thunderbolts. You know, mm-hmm. Thunderbolt Ross w- could obviously, he's in charge of the raft, isn't he? If I'm wrong. I mean, at least that's what we heard last, right? He was still, I think, Secretary of State at the time. but Yeah, you know, I mean, I think I, I personally think he's the president right now because they mentioned the president. They never said his or her name. So I'm right. just like, Yo, I think Thunderbolt Ross is the president. I'm and they could combine them, right? Like, I know Thunderbolts had some to do with the Dark Avengers, didn't they? Kind yep. of um, eventually. The, well, yeah, I mean, I, I think the way it is, I think basically they started as the Thunderbolts, but then Dark Avengers is where they dress up as the superheroes. Like Norman Osborn gotcha. dressed up as Iron Man. Uh, they, I think they had uh, the Green Goblin dress up like Spider-Man or something like that. Uh, you know, like, like basically they, they looked like their counterparts. Right. So, like, if like let's say they had iron monger he'd be iron man or iron uh, man yeah okay you know so i think justin hammer may be that part if he's not already wasted by then because of the armor wars and i yeah i think that's where armor wars is going to kick in because i i'm not sure when falcon ah, captain america i'm not sure when captain america is going to drop i'm not sure when that movie is going to come out i know it's going to be in the phase four because apparently i i heard a rumor that they only released half of what they had at the investors meeting. And I'm just like, half, you have more like what, like, 
I mean, the schedule's packed. 2020 was like a dry year, right? No Marvel content. Yeah. And now it's all coming again. So that's exciting. Like mm-hmm. seriously, like at that, that investors meeting, it was just like Pixar was just like, oh, we got a couple of things here. And here's Disney animation. Yeah, here's like two little projects. And it's like Star Wars, boom. Marvel, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Star Wars, boom. You know, just, just like, oh, uh kevin kathleen you guys have been busy haven't you you know so it's like you know so i i cannot wait for all of the all of this stuff now there there's so many other other things like that i want to talk about for this show like is is there a storyline that you guys would have wanted for this show dadalorian i'll I'll let you go for it like if if there's anything you could have seen that you didn't get to see in the show what what is it that you would have wanted oh yeah man so I, i i maybe i'm thinking too deep into it uh, I probably am, uh, but I know you guys probably seen it too. And you were like, it, it was one of those ooh moments. So watching Falcon, well, Captain America, I'm doing it too. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. There was a moment where they like really emphasized this X. Uh, I don't know if anybody else seen that, but I was like, yo, wait a second. You know, and then, you know, my brain is like, you know, super soldiers and, the stuff that was happening in WandaVision and trying to make connections and it didn't go anywhere, but the thought, the thought was interesting. The thought was interesting. So at some point, you know, we're going to see the X-Men, but that X just looked to, you know what I mean? I was like, what are they trying to say there? And it looked like my brain was just thinking like, it looked like professor X mansion, you know, where they were to. So I, I don't know. I feel like we're eventually we'll get more seeds towards the mutants and whatnot i'm hoping so yeah that's something i wish we could have seen yes i that 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 would be awesome i want the x-men already like just yeah make, just make x-men like that, that i would love i would love to see x-men that that's something that we i think we can all agree we'd love to see that's what like about that. what about you kevin uh, is there anything that you would have wanted to see from the show that that we didn't really get to touch on well early on i thought hey, we really need to see Isaiah Bradley come out of retirement and beat up John Walker. Like, I would have been all over that. Yes. Uh, that was just uh, – and then totally the, they handled his uh, the ending. I thought, well, okay, they did it better than what I was imagining because mm-hmm. that needed to happen too. Like, the fact that, you know, all the things that he said. And I, I – growing up, I, I grew up in a rural part of Texas, and – we were the only white family in that whole area. And so I, when I went to my neighbors and sat on their porch and listened to them talk, it was like hearing Isaiah Bradley talk. And Mm -hmm. so that just, that felt like home to me in a lot of ways. And just to hear what he went through, it was just, uh, also I've been a a fan of the Arrowverse for a while. I'm a little behind, but like the black lightning show, there's a lot of similarities between uh, Jefferson Pierce and Isaiah Bradley. Yeah. So that whole, that whole storyline was good, but uh, rather than, you know, see him fight there was uh, a couple of other things i wanted to see like i wanted to see Rody come back in the last episode or at least a flash to him like i knew from like the third episode we we're gonna get in the final episode a, a scene with isaiah bradley seeing on tv captain america you know and uh i just knew that was gonna happen but i wanted we saw sarah we saw a couple of other people i wanted to see Rody. i wanted him yeah. to be like yeah <laughs> you know like war machine <laughs> Like, uh, uh, I, I, what I would have thought would be cool, like, with Isaiah Bradley was if they, like, well, one, imagine him with the shield. That would have been tight. Like, just him beating the crap because we saw his strength. He still has it. Oh, yeah. But, but one thing I would love to see 
is he remember he said America would never accept a black Captain America. Like that that's basically what he said. Imagine if the news reporter uh like they like showed Falcon coming down with Carly, you know, kind of doing his like angel homage. Like we all saw that. Am I the only mm-hmm. one that saw an angel yeah. coming down protecting America? Yeah, but sure. uh <laughs> anyway, uh imagine if it said Captain America it like it says like in a tagline it says Captain America saves this girl and just imagine him just standing up and just cheering like that that would have been very cool to see just like like he was proven wrong you know and Kevin was there anything else I, I didn't mean to cut you off oh no no problem um I'll just this isn't something different I actually just want to point out something that I loved you know that struggle with you know hearing Isaiah talk about how this is never going to happen because of how much he went through and then Sam just sitting listening saying I just want to understand man uh, and how important that is. That's one of his most defining traits that I love about Sam. Uh, but then to see Sam's nephews, like picking up the shield, playing with the shield, touching the shield. And like Sam was thinking, okay, I, I'm bridging this gap between this era of it's never going to happen. And these kids can see themselves as Captain America. Yeah. And I, so I've got to be that for them without, you know, just wiping away the past also. And then we had that exhibit, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah. And that made me choke up, you know, to see, I need to go back and read what it actually says on there. I'm sure some people have broken it down already. Oh, it, yeah. It, it it basically talks about everything he went through. Um, yeah. yeah, it's basically, but it is worth the read if you if you do go back. But what what about you, Dave? Is, is there anything from this show that you didn't get to see? And it's and don't say more Sharon Carter because I, I've seen your TikTok. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I wouldn't blame you. Okay. <laughs> I know. Well, no, I was just miss. I was just deceived. But no, 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 not Sharon Carter. Um, what's it called? I love Carly as a villain, man. Like, I wish we could see more of her. The, the Black Smashers, yeah. She's one of the villains that had a point. You know what I mean? Like, she's not, she does, she didn't just wake up and then be like, yo, let me just be bad. Let me just kill people because I want, no, like, she's going through stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's not fair what I have, what she has to go through is not fair at all. Yeah. Like, the government's wrong for that. And I just wish I had to see more. I feel like Marvel could have definitely gone, done more stuff with her. Right. Yeah, I agree. And and, uh, they even stated that they were like, she was like, she had to die for for her to make a point. Kind of like, like, and and even Captain America had to point out the fact he was like, she died. But for what reason? Did you guys even think about why she was doing all of this stuff? Like she's nine. I think she was 19 years old at this point. Yeah, she was 19 year old. She soups. She's running stuff. She's 19 years old and and she, she's running. She's running places. I, I I shouldn't say she soups, but uh, but you know, like he's running stuff. You know, what I mean, he's making people turn his profile picture into him. I, yeah, I'm sure we've all seen it. He's such a great guy, though. Matt's such a good guy. So like that's what I I'm meant. Like yeah, it's amazing. He's also, I felt bad like for for Wonder Vision. He he received a lot of critics for yes. coming up with some offensive theory. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's actually the next thing I want to talk about. The the mm-hmm. hate that all of our uh, us as creatives have, have gotten and and like like data lauren you make star wars content we we all make star wars content and marvel content we, we make we make nerd content you know yeah. is there anything that you guys want to talk about that that maybe like you want to mention data lauren i'll let you go first man oh man you know no i mean i think so many creators have done a, a great job of um really being transparent uh kevin hi he's one of those guys i I follow him so i just wanted to say hi uh (laughs) and and i think kevin included and and you and and chaco and a lot of folks 
do a great job of being transparent and making it uh, a safe place, which is what, you know, we as creators should be doing anyway, where, you know, what, what I love particularly is like, at least the people that are here on this platform, no one shies away from like calling people out and saying like, hey, and, you know, uh, we're all fans of this stuff. Um, and you don't have to always like everything. You don't always have to agree with everything, but, you know, there's a common ground of being able to, you know, respect folks. Um, and, and what I love is like everyone, at least in the little community that, you know, we have, you know, on the, the TikTok platform, no one shies away from, you know, being that positive example, which right. is what we need more of. Uh, and it just makes, you know, the fandom enjoyable. Like, yeah, you don't have to agree with everything. And, and that's great because you get to learn from other people's perspectives. But, you know, I think it's great that us as creators, you know, we're, we don't shy away from those opportunities to say, hey, you know, if someone is attacking, you know, someone else or, you know, someone that, you know, is a part of our circle, you know, we're, we don't shy away from that opportunity to step in and, you know, call out the BS, so to speak, uh, which we need more of. So yeah, call out the Ben Schubert, do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, what about you, Kevin? Is there anything you want to add to the, to the, to this section of the podcast? Uh, that I think it's a responsibility. I feel personally to create as safe a place as I can for other creators, just like data Lorgan was mentioning. And, um, I know I'm going to get haters. Most of them don't have their picture on their profile. They don't have their real name. They don't post videos and they're just a bunch of loud mouths. And what's, what's really kind of sad to me is some of these guys that are, they're not actually being rude. I mean, they're the rude ones. They're just, you know, a-holes and we eventually have to block a lot of them, but uh, there are some that are trying to be reasoning and reasonable and think that, you know, I don't see color and it's all that kind of stuff. I'm sure the all lives matter crowd and whatnot. And I remember as a kid, um, I did not have anything like TikTok and I didn't have creators like Straw Hat Goofy and all, all of you and, you know, Jay Stubes and others to kind of help me think through some of the things I was experiencing as a kid. Um, you know, the white kid in the black neighborhood, even though, you know, it was about 30% black, I think at my school, but uh, I, I lived on that side of town, but I didn't, there was still some stuff about like systemic racism, things that I didn't understand. And I'm just now in my 40s starting to understand some of it. And so if I can help, you know, point these young white kids to other creators, creators of color that can help explain that, then I feel like they can maybe learn earlier than I did and figure some of this stuff out a lot sooner than I did. A lot of them are well-intentioned, but they're still loud and they need to be put in their place. <laughs> right. And so I'm yeah. going to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, I get called things like white savior all the time. And I'm very conscious of the difference between a white savior and a white ally. Um, I've seen both and there's a, there's a big distinction. And so if it, this invitation goes to anybody watching this and especially the three of you, uh, if you ever feel like I'm acting like a white savior, come in and talk to me about it. And we'll, maybe there's something I, you know, I overstepped my bounds on something or whatever, yeah. but that's part of the difference is I'm conscious of that. I'm not going in and trying to be like, Hey, I'm here to fix everything for you. Right. Like, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Anyway, so that that concerns me that I get called that as a way to try to silence me as an ally. Yeah. Like I, I was called a white ally the other day for the first time. It it made me feel weird. I was just like, no, I was just standing up for my buddy. Like it was for sure. But that's a good thing though. There, yeah, I know. No, a it is a good difference. Thing. Yeah. It and, was just uh, like, I didn't like, even know that terminology until like yeah. recently. And I yeah. thought, okay, I, I'm going to embrace that. 
Yeah, right. like, I, I mean, I took it as a compliment. I was just like, well, thank it you. It did I feel mean, weird the first time I heard it. Though. <laughs> I was just like, I'm, I, I was just standing up for my friend. I didn't see it be as like, oh, I, I'm yeah. white, but you know, like, like I'm not saying that. I never get those vibes from either one of you, man. When I when I see you guys' content, I find it, I mean, I, 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 I feel like I've learned something new. It's more informational, like, oh, this is more exactly. enlightening. That's why know, I made the whole TikTok, just to get else, it out yeah. of my brain. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> Superhero yeah, origins. That's a movie. <laughs> you know, and now I just got, I, I just got those three minute videos so I can have more fun now. You know, I can add more content to that. You know, talk your stuff, talk your stuff. <laughs> right. I'm going to be doing a Harley Quinn soon. But what, what about you, Dave? Is there anything you want to add to like that? You were, you were talking about Matt uh, and, uh, or sorry, Soups, and you were talking about Stry, Goofy and Jay Studs and all that? Basically, um, Okay. One thing we all we all have in common is that we love the we love superheroes, right? Because even as a kid, it teaches us life lessons yeah. that live with us until today. So, like us creating content about it is to inform maybe other people who don't watch superheroes or even superhero fans to make to help them understand things that to show our knowledge, basically. And as superhero, at the end of the day, it's fictional movies that just teach real life lessons. But at the end of the day, they're fictional, right? But the fact that people get backlash for just coming up with theories like as fans that's what we're supposed to do that it's fun right like we're like yo i feel like even in a, like a basketball game or sports i think this team's gonna win because there's this that I make predictions i just don't understand the fact not just like, matt right um soups that that really got to me and then and but like um for a straw hat goofy kid that that was just like they really went to his DMs calling him the N-word, all because he's doing what a, a superhero fan, a movie fan is supposed to do, and that's to theorize. I don't get like it's just straight up disrespectful. Like, I'll be honest, I've never really received like any hate comments like that, but like that doesn't mean I can't, you know what I mean? Feel right. what some like he literally broke down on camera talking about it. And it's yeah. just people just people can be really ignorant. That just goes to show the fact that. Someone is using what he loves. Someone is doing what he loves, just putting out Easter eggs or like symbols, stuff like that, or like making theories, which is what he enjoys to do about a mm-hmm. fictional film. Yes. The fact that he can get hate from that and flagrant disrespect, that just shows people can really be ignorant. Like as a creator, I just feel like that's um one of the things that, you know, we, we go through. I'm sure like you guys just talked about, it. you guys receive insults all the time. Yeah. I mean, I just yeah, it wasn't until I really got like, I don't think it wasn't until I got about 20,000 followers until that's when it really, I think roughly, I think that's when it really started to come in. I mean, that's when I started talking about Star Wars as well. So that could have played a factor into it. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Not going to say it, but <laughs> all I know is I know somebody who stopped making Star Wars content and started making political content because it was less toxic. Mm. And I'm just going to leave it at that. And that's saying yeah, something, by yeah, the way, just yeah. saying, <laughs> but uh you know, like I, I, I feel the same way about it. You know, I, I feel like we, we're just making, we're making theories. You know, and I don't think people understand. Like, this is what we do. Like, sure, we did it before the movies, but we had a whole movie before that. Now we're guessing what's going to happen in the next episode. And as a comic book collector, guess what we did every time a comic book would come out? We would guess what would happen in the next book and the next story exactly. And I was I was telling that to my buddy. Like they just released the new Green Power Ranger for the Boom Studios. Like like Dad, Lauren, were you theorizing oh, yeah. who was in that suit? 
Tell yeah. Me. Oh yeah. yeah you, the whole time. Ooh, whole time. the Draken. I, I thought it was Matt the whole time. By I the thought way. it was Draken, man. Yeah. You thought it was, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. You know. Yeah. And so yeah. what were we doing? We were theorizing. We were yeah. guessing. This is something that comic book fans have been doing since the beginning of comic books, and now we get TV <laughs> shows like this, and we get to do. It. And I guarantee you, DC fans did it for the Arrowverse. So, I mean, you know, it's just. Let us. I love the format too. That it's not just you know dropping it all at once like Netflix always has done. Yeah, yeah. We get to stretch this out, and it has this conversation, especially dealing with these types of issues. Yes. And a lot of the hate that we're all getting is because we're pointing out the reality that this kind of pop culture media has always dealt with social issues. Yes. That's yeah. especially Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. X Men is the Star Wars best. as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, so I grew up you know, watching X-Men and others as, as a kid. And even though I was the white, you know, male kid in school, I still was an outcast in a lot of ways. I was the nerd and, you know, I didn't play sports more than one year. And so right. I, I felt like, oh, I could belong to a diverse group because, you know, the X-Men, right? Like even I felt something about that. So I knew as I got older and had more friends from all over the world, what these kinds of stories mean to people. We get a lot of hate just for pointing that out. Oh no, I escaped from the real world by going to this stuff. Well, then you've never looked at what anything Stanley's ever said. Yeah. You've never paid attention to these stories and uh, you're missing out because this is an opportunity for you to learn something and have fun at the same time. That's what I love about it. Yeah. And, and you know, that's another thing that like people use Stanley's name as an argument. And I'm just like, where have you, what? <laughs> you know, like, come on. Jack Kirby literally like, I, I believe, if I'm correct, in the in a 616 documentary, I think it was that documentary. I'm, I've seen like so many Marvel documentaries, but uh, it, Jack Kirby almost got in a lot of trouble for putting Captain America on the first book of him punching Hitler because at that it was at that point it wasn't like it was at the point where Time Magazine was going to be calling him Man of the Year. That's when he did it, you know. And Jack Kirby put a photo of a man dressed as the American flag punching him in the face, you know. And I, I think that was a little bit before America actually got involved in World War II, you know. So he, I, I'm pre- so literally since the beginning of Marvel, they mm-hmm. have been doing this, you know. So, and X Men was literally a response to racism, you know. Oh, like. I hear people all the time saying, oh, if there were X-Men, I'd accept that. I'm like, dude, we could barely handle the color of our skin. You think if somebody could shoot flames from their hands, we could, we could, we would just accept that? No, you know, and. That's one thing that would unite a lot of people because there's a lot of prejudice that they don't even all know they have until exactly. there's somebody else that's different and you can have like a common enemy, but whew, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, now we've talked about the storyline we've talked about characters we've talked about theories that we've had for the show now is there any overlaying message that you guys got from this show uh dave i'll let you go first from uh falcon and winter soldier yeah there's a lot but i'm just trying to think of like the like the um well if you want you can pass i'll let you think about it if you want yeah yeah, yeah. all right yeah, Actually, ready so like um so basically, when it comes to doing the right thing, it doesn't matter who you are, right? Because think about it. The title of Captain, the mantle of Captain America, obviously John Walker wasn't a fit for it. Why is that? As soon as he got mad, he lost his anger. He, I, I don't even got to talk about it. You know what I'm going to say. Up, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> would, would it have been Bucky? 
No, but like Sam Wilson, Bucky's a super soldier, vibranium arm, but Sam Wilson is like, let's just say, I, I'm sure all of you guys can agree that Sam is the best choice to be Captain America out of the, everybody in that show. Why? And that's all has to do with one thing and one thing only, his character. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? Like he, he's not a super soldier. He doesn't have a vibranium arm. He doesn't have super, he's just a guy. Yes. Right? But he's still, but yeah, despite being just a normal human, just like us, He's still the most fit person to be Captain America. Yeah. I feel like that's the lesson. Morally, I was he was, yes. Mm, you have not, to pick the right moral choice. What, what right. about you, Ed, uh, Kevin? I'll let you, Kevin. I'll okay. let you first. So uh, it tied in with that when he Sam says at the end, you know, I, no serum, no blonde hair, blue eyes, mm-hmm. uh, none of that stuff. He's like, all I've got is that I believe people can do better. There you thought, go. Wow, that is powerful right there. And there you, you see go. that through his actions. But then back up to the first episode when he's giving that shield away. Uh, and, you know, he's standing up there saying symbols. And there's arguably not a more powerful symbol, he says, than that shield. They have no meaning without the women and men that give them meaning. And then suddenly John Walker holds it. And he's not the right person to give that symbol meaning. And then at the end, Sam is. And uh, wow, that's just to me that helps us remember that there are our ideals and in, in the United States, you know, in America's history, we have some ideals that I still think are very good ideals have been executed very poorly at times. And so, you know, good sometimes, but Sam, like he says, you know, he, his people built this country. He's not going to let someone tell him he can't fight for it. And I thought, wow, th- there's something to be said about that. Uh, to take the ideals and actually recontextualize them and then include everybody and say, okay, now we're not going to ignore the past. That's also the wrong thing to do. We're going to now go forward. And like, I like in the documentary, it talks about how, you know, he's called black Falcon and, you know, a a few different references like that. And then at the end, he's like, no, it's just Falcon. Uh, Anthony Mackie in the, the making of documentary talks about how he's not black captain America. He's, a black man who happens to be Captain America, he's Captain America for everybody, mm-hmm. but they don't ignore the fact that there's all this stuff that goes behind it too. So I like that there's this duality, this, uh, this tension of we've still got work to do, but there are ideals that we can move forward together toward. Yeah. That, 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 that basically sums it up to that, you know, I, I agree with you. Like, you know, the Captain America, it, it's not, the person in this it's the what the suit represents and the person in the suit and how they make their choices mm-hmm. is that basically that's the moral that you were saying right yeah that he's going to give the simple meaning by doing the right thing yeah and believing in people and then also the fact that carly won by the way and i did a, a video <laughs> about this like she got exactly what she wanted the uh the grc stopped the vote yep and she you know went about it the total wrong way uh, but Sam accomplished peacefully what she was trying to use force to do. And so it proves even more that he agreed with her ideals, but not her methods. Yeah. All right. And what, what about you, Dadalorian? What, what was something that you saw in this entire series that, that you thought was like a, an overlaying message? Uh, I think the, the shield itself was emphasized a lot and just kind of the, the weight and meaning, you know, behind it kind of, you know, the same theme of, you know, heavy is the head that carries the crown, you know, type of thing. Um, and then, you know, thinking back to Endgame, you know, when Steve gave 
Sam the Shield. You know, he's seen something in Sam at the time that apparently, you know, Sam didn't really see in himself. And you kind of seen how that progressed, you know, throughout the series, you know, which I he didn't really see that he was Captain America. It, it kind of had to be something that he had to grow into. And I think, you know, stuff with Isaiah Bradley and all these other different things yeah. really, you know, helped him to see himself in a different light and to kind of see what Steve was talking about, you know? So I thought that that was really cool. The shield itself had so much meaning, you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. The shield, it, it did. And, you know, I feel like an overlaying message is that, uh, that uh, in Screen Rant, uh, I'm not sure if you guys are, uh, not Screen Rant, Screen Crush. It, there's this guy named Ryan Airy on Screen Crush. He made a video about two days ago on YouTube and he was talking about how power was the main theme of this show mm. and how power can work in many different ways, how how power could make you go mad, how power could make you make the right decisions. And I feel like he's he kind of has a point. I feel like the power is an overlaying message that it has. Like you can't let power get to your head. You have to be able to control what you do and can't do. And, it, and I mean, it works for all the characters. Think about it. Literally. I mean, it's literally in Sharon Carter's name, power broker, you know, and then there's a, there, there's a Bucky, you know, he has to get over the power that he's holding the entire weight of the world on his shoulders because of something he did while he was brainwashed. You know, and then there, there's Zemo, you know, who feels like he has like to, he has to avenge everybody in Sokovia. And, and then obviously Sam Wilson, Captain America, who has to keep the power to, to, you know, hold it all. And now that he is Captain America, he has all this power and he has to make sure he keeps it together. And I feel like that's going to be part of the struggles that Malcolm Spielman said that he's going to be having, you know, maybe he's going to be having the shield and, you know, he was having second thoughts about it, you know? So that's what I think the overlaying message was like, don't let power get to your head, use your power in the right way. But, um, you know, um, it was funny. You, you guys all mentioned something about Carly and how, how she won. And uh, I, I was thinking to myself, I was just like, you know, she, she did have the right message. And Flag Smasher in the comics, uh, his name is Carl, Carl Morgenthau. And it's, it's just one guy who dresses up as a, as a super, super villain. And he calls himself Flag Smasher. That's, that's really the only difference. And, uh, you know, he also had about the same, he had the right message, but he was going around it the wrong way. And, you know. Like Killmonger I, I, too in Black Panther. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yep. Killmonger. I would even argue Thanos. Even that. Yeah, I was just getting ready. Yeah, Thanos. Ooh. I can yeah. kind of see where he goes. Like, I, I kind of get it, but you shouldn't have to kill half the kill half, Yeah, no. <laughs> to kill half of the universe to uh, save the universe. Just but if one. you. It, it actually expands on that in his uh, novel Thanos uh, uh, Titan Rising or Titan Consumed. Uh, mm. So, yeah. So before we head out, I'm going to have you guys all like uh, plug in your Instagrams and your and your TikToks, wherever we can find you. Dave, I'll let you go first. All right. Um, so basically my TikTok is um, Baby Stark 3000, you know, Tony Stark. My Instagram is Davey underscore Supreme. But like my, my Instagram is linked into my TikTok profile. So like it should be easier for you guys. Just baby star three thousand. You can find me there. Thank you guys for All right. tuning. All right. And Kevin, where can we find you? Uh my social handle is the letter J, Kevin Parker. Um, just because Kevin Parker is such a 
you know, common name. So way back in the day, I picked that and it, I got it at every social media thing. So uh, except for YouTube, I, I have a channel called Epic Worldview. I only have a few videos there now. I'm going to be putting out more. I've just been really trying to think about what my channel is going to be focused on over there, uh, but mostly on TikTok, obviously. Uh, so that's that's where I'm at. And uh, by the way, Dave, I just found you and followed you. So, and I already Thank followed you. Back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. And Dadalorian, where can we find you, man? Uh, yeah. Um, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Don't go to my Twitter. My Twitter sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just, just YouTube. Sucks. But yeah, if you guys are on TikTok, uh, yeah, I got the, you can go on my link and you can find a YouTube channel, Instagram, and um, yeah, just Dadalorian, uh, not the Dadalorian or anything else, just Dadalorian. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. And you guys can find me on Instagram at Comic Comedy Podcast or Shuby Dubert on TikTok and Instagram as well. Um, thank you guys for coming out. I really did appreciate having you guys all. It, it was having great us. having you. And I'd yeah, love man. to have you guys all on again. It, 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 was a, it was a real pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you. Nice right. to meet all you guys. All, all right. right. And I will send you guys all a link when this is uploaded. So, great. Cool. All, right. all right. You guys have a great day. Bye, Thank guys. You. Thank you.